It's rut and river. Yes. Correct. R-U-T. I rest my beard hair right on there, it. And then you know you're there. Like a nice, gentle little pillow from right, a beard. Right. And then I'm all up in it. Oh. I'm like Kobe beef for sharks. Can I ask you, what made you guys call me up about, well, this? That's what tickles our fancy. Exactly. Okay. Thought the Rocky Mountains would be rockier. John Denver <laughs> is not accurate. Man. A guy like you, who has absolutely no clue, and I can hear it in your voice, that, you know, <laughs> you know I mean, you're a blank canvas. I mean, I can just start with you, right, like, from scratch. You, you're going to tell me, a grown man, you're telling me what lure to use and how to fish? You guys didn't s- snap your whopper plopper off either, though. <laughs> sorry, sorry I blew up over that. All right, everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of the Sonic Campfire with the... Rutten River Pursuits podcast. This is Reality Outdoor Radio, where our mission is to get you in the outdoors by connecting you with the people, skills, and products you can trust. You can you trust, can them. trust them all. Mm-hmm. I'm Steve. I'm Brian. I'm Will. Hey, I'm Ryan. Bucky, why don't you tell us a little about this month's sponsor? Hey, I'll tell you guys about this month's sponsor, and we are fired up for <laughs> Smoke in the Grove. You can't get any more American than a good old barbecue competition. Mm -hmm. This year's Red Hot Competition is being brought to you by Kenny's Market, your hometown market. Love that market. And is being held July 26th and 27th in Spring Grove, Pennsylvania. Come on out Friday night to kick things off with the First Responder Cup, People's Choice Wing Competition, and cap off the night with some live entertainment by Brittany Opperman. Opperman. And you'll not want to miss the main event on Saturday where teams will be competing in a Kansas City Barbecue Society sanctioned state championship event. The winner qualifies for the Jack Daniels World Championship in Lynchburg, Tennessee, Mm. and the American Royale in Kansas City, Missouri. My mouth's water. It's like a Royale cheese. Mm -hmm. Teams will also be competing in the People's Choice Pork Contest. This colossal weekend will be capped off by a performance by Velveeta. Mm-hmm. Noise. Get all the details by searching Smoke in the Grove on Facebook and Instagram, as well as the website, smokeinthegrove.com. So we're in, mm. the, we're in the middle. don't just jump right in I'm, there. I did. <laughs> we I were can't. just talking about I'm burn ends. I got to like, right. enjoy them a little bit. Enjoy your burn ends there for Ooh, a second. Speaking of that, uh, mm-hmm. pick, throw me another piece of that bologna down. I'm hungry now. <laughs> Oh, seriously. Yeah, slice him off a piece of that with your underhill forged, forged knife. knife. His forged knife. Yeah. It's not we heard all about that. <laughs> with the tang. You know mm-hmm. it. So July is All Things America Month, right? It sure is, bud. And we've been talking about All Things American, <laughs> right? <laughs> Obviously. As you know, as the name would indicate. And t- tonight's guest is in-house, which doesn't often happen. What? In-house. He is here. I, can I, I take my blindfold in. off now? You can take your blindfold <laughs> off. What did you do, Stevie? And, and this <gasps> is... <gasps> Look who it is. I, I'm really excited for this because there's very few things when I think of all things American, there's one thing that pops up in my mind almost immediately. And we stand up. Next to you in the fingers Bingo. Bingo. And our, our guest is going to really exemplify <laughs> I that. I love this land. I can't not stop. Come on, Lee I'm Greenwoods. I'm sorry. Keep, get it out. <laughs> the, the Lee Greenwoods is it's, overtaking me. He does that. 
he certainly you know, does every that. Sunday yeah. for 13 weeks while I was on Paris Island, yeah. we got mm-hmm. to sing that. Did Seriously. you? We sure did. Really? That's how we closed the church service. No kidding. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Little Good cool. Yeah. So our guest this week is Adam Ganya. And Adam is the chapter coordinator for the Central Pennsylvania region of Heroes on the Water. Boom. Adam, welcome. Welcome, Adam. Welcome Thank in you. studio, yeah. bud. Thank yeah. you, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I really do appreciate this. For that reason, because he operates out of Central Pennsylvania, as I call him Gagne East. Gagne. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. Appropriate. As opposed sure. to the Kardashians. Will with the pop culture references. All the time. It's not all the time. Nonstop. Even during All America Month. Uh, Adam, can you take a minute and f- first tell us a little bit about Heroes on the Water and then we'd we'd love to talk about your experience with Heroes on the Water and you know how you your how passions, that all your came pursuits. about. But tell us about that organization. All right. So it's a nonprofit kayak fishing trips for veterans first responders. So I say nonprofits so that way under, everybody understands that it's free to participants. Mm-hmm. You know, so we'll we'll do seven or eight seven or eight events every year. Okay. And we usually have a sign up on Facebook. We provide all the gear. You just show up in something you don't mind getting wet, damp. You know, we've got, of course, we have the kayaks, we got the PFDs, we got the fishing gear, um, whistles. I provide the snacks, the lunch, the drinks, and the band aids if you get jabbed with yeah. a hook, you know? So, yeah. I mean, we've got everything covered. You Which just got to show up. It's bound to happen with this group. Yeah. Yeah. I, I gathered that through the last 20 minutes. <laughs> you know? drawing blood. And then I don't know how you lose a Ned Rig every cast, but I all right. lose two a cast. <laughs> okay. All right. It's an average. Yeah. A donkey rig Ned rig. All right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so so what what's your goal? What what's the mission of Heroes on the Water? My personal goal is a smile. Mm-hmm. You know, if yeah. you get these people to connect back, you know, you get um the 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 moment where father and son so catch that first fish, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So um yeah, just get them. And it, and it and it's really a tranquil. You guys have been, and it's very tranquil on that water in the kayak. So much more than you're on a boat and you're out there powering around. So it that, just it, it makes it. There's a lot more to it, you know. So you kind of gear this towards folks that have some form of PTSD, right? Initially, that's what the program was yeah. set up for was disa- any any sort of disability or challenge. Okay. You know, but now it's more. I want to just get vets and first responders on kayaks, you know? Okay. It's expanded a little yeah. bit over the years. Yeah. Sure. So. Could could you talk real briefly, 30 seconds, about, and you as a veteran, uh, can, can you talk a little bit about what, what PTSD is and what that... Well, that, that's hard. That, I mean, that's there's not one simple answer for that. Yeah. You know, PTSD comes in so many forms, and it's not something that's just related to, to military. Mm-hmm. You know, it's from a traumatic experience. No matter, you could be a paramedic and you see a bunch of kids that passed away in a car accident. Yeah, you know, so it's real. That's real hard to, you know, it's just that's a hard thing. And PTSD doesn't show on the outside typically. Sure, so yeah. sure. And and I'm never going to ask somebody if they think we're there just for um, the challenged or the disabled or 
Right. I, I'm never going to ask and say we're not. Well, and first off, we're not there just for them anymore. We're there for everybody. Right. You know, and I would never ask. So if what's this your is, disability? Yeah. What? Right. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. What ails you? There's no way. Nah. Yeah. Well, with I, this with this group, the good news is you wouldn't have to ask. Most of us, we wear our it's disabilities. It's on the outside, <laughs> right? Yeah. Just like yeah, yeah. You realize that pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I read the room pretty good when I walked <laughs> in. <laughs> I figured, yeah, we got the beer, we got the bologna. <laughs> so you heard the intro. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, I really can't have a good answer. Yeah, you know, but I do notice uh, there is a there is a a little sense of relief after they come off the water. Why is that? What, what, what? the tranquility, the serenity, yeah. the yeah. the the you know, you're doing this by yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not going to paddle the kayak, we're not going to drive the boat for you. You know, and to catch a fish is is a bonus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to do it with family members. Do these yeah. are these folks typically? anglers or, or are they just it, they, yeah they could be sometimes they show up with their own gear and mm-hmm. sometimes they show up not to be a smart ass missing an arm yeah, yeah you know what i mean and yeah. it's great i want these guys here right. you know i yeah. want to see that smile that's all i want out of these people is for them to get a smile at least once that day outstanding so typically how long does an event last is it an all-day event is it half a day or um, depends on where you're at yeah it kind of depends on stuff like it right now with the weather the way it is we'll start putting them on the water at eight o'clock and usually when we come off at lunch around 11 to 11 30 12 o'clock um a lot of them don't want to go back out yeah you know right. it's uh um they're, so they're tired yeah you know, really... they're not used to it like us yeah. you know i mean between the tournaments and fishing all the other times that i go sure you know we get being on the water like i'm fishing tomorrow fishing saturday so yeah. being on the water from eight to twelve is going to be like man i gotta go already yeah you know so yeah. So if there's no real structure, it's it's they go out there, they have a good time. If they're hot, if they're tired, they come off the water, hang out, relax. Yep. And I'll tell you, I've had many comments where they've gone to other veteran events that are structured, and they they like coming back to our events simply because of the, I don't want to say the lack of structure because mm-hmm. we do have a safety factor involved. Sure. But yeah. you know they love it that they can come back. We send them out at eight. They might come back at nine thirty, go to the bathroom, grab a drink or snack, yeah. head yeah. back out, come back at noon. Yeah, and then maybe go back out, or just say, "Hey, I'm. Uh, do you mind if I quit?" Oh, hell no, I don't mind. You yeah, say, "I'm yeah. here for you. You could stay here till three, four o'clock. I don't really care." Yeah, yeah and I'm sure that adds to the relaxation of just the day, yeah. of just being so, uh, you know, uh, casual, if you will, and and you know, giving them a, a good sense of uh, relaxation yeah. while they're there. Yeah, it's not like show up at eight o'clock. We're gonna have you lit fitted for your PFDs at eight ten, and you're gonna be on the water yeah. at eight twenty, eight twenty five. You're gonna be far enough out. <laughs> we're gonna start having you cast at nine thirty. You'll will take a break for a drink, and yeah, no, <laughs> no, it's a, dude, it's just not, come on. I mean, we yeah, welcome that's everyone. That's awesome. And the way um, the weather's been, how do you keep them from floating downstream? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so last year, yeah, we had to cancel two events. Because of the river conditions, yeah. especially our float trip, it's one of our most popular events because we put in at That's West shame, Fairview, yeah. you know, oh, and wow. yeah. it and we've had up to thirty three people for that one. Wow! What? Yeah, I mean, well, we go to Octorero Lake. Yeah, you guys know about this. I tell you all the time. But, yeah, <laughs> but Octorero Lake, I think we were at fifty three. And then yeah, the Shanks Mare event is they stopped selling tickets at 150. Wow. Wow. That's we incredible. had, I think, 82, 83 kayaks, I think, laid out by 1 o'clock. By 2.30, they were all gone. And by 6 o'clock, they were all stowed. Wow. So <laughs> That's an operation. Yeah. Uh, how, many, 
How many people volunteer in your chapter? Uh, quite a bit. Yeah. You know, some people will only come two or three times a year. Some people are there all the time. And I've got a leadership team, very good, you know, a good leadership team that I work with. Mm-hmm. Um, That's think, important in something like that, too. Yeah. To and I mean, because I, I, right. I look at you guys and the, the eight or nine of you guys impress me a lot. You know, because I first Stop ran. It. <laughs> okay, Will agree? You know, no, no, go on. You guys. Yeah. I mean, I met you guys first at the outdoor show when I was working the Hobie booth. You yeah. Know? yeah. And from there, it's you know, I, I try to let you know, especially you, Will, mm-hmm. it, it, when yeah. you, when I got something going on, and you guys have come to the breakfasts and and stuff like that. You know, and I've seen catfish at the fishing shows. You know, we do all them f- flea market fishing shows over the yeah. sum- over the winter time just to promote ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Is there anyone in the? How many years have you been doing this? I think this is my fifth year as the chapter coordinator. I I think so. Is there anyone in particular that uh, stands out? um, That someone that oh, you want me to single one person out? (laughs) (laughs) uh, You want me to lose friends? I mean, no, a a, uh, 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 someone that's come on a trip that you know that has touched has touched you. Yeah, Yeah, touched your heart or someone that. You know, oh, you really man. got it. You know, like, yeah, this is this is what I'm here for. No, I value them all the same. Yeah. Really? Yeah, honestly, there's really not, you know, it, it, if anything, it's probably the kids that touch with their dad, yeah. you know? Right. That's that's cool. So so you have a fam. so there's a family. Yeah, like, yeah we don't, It's we're not strictly for just the veteran or for mm-hmm. first responder. It is wives and children. Whoever. And we, yeah, really? because... At one point, we weren't getting a lot of participation, so we went ahead and opened it up to everybody. Because I, I'm, I'm. One time, I cooked a meal for 32 people. What was it? What was it? Yeah. Oh, it was uh, potato salad Fla- brats. Flaming. I make, I make this thing called the Boilermaker Brat, where what? you take Ooh. you take a beer, you boil your bratwurst, and as soon mm-hmm. as that beer is almost, you get that thick liquid. You know, mm-hmm. not yeah, you're not yeah. you're not reducing it to dry state. Right, pull the brats off, throw some sliced onions in it, huh. saute and and caramelize those. Shoot it with a shot of bourbon, cool. right at the end. We'll get and then throw in a little bit of cream cheese to give that what? to smooth it out, and then huh. then grill your brats. Will well, might beer, eat onions. Beer, bourbon, no. cream no. cheese, brats. You can keep <laughs> your sous vide, but I'm going with him. Right? Yeah, I'm not a fan of this. So I was. I, before I went to this engineering track, I was in the kitchens for 27 years. Were you? Really? Yeah, I started Jeez. cooking when I was probably 13. I started in a bakery, washing washing pans. Yeah? Yeah. And eating cookies. I got to check No, it. we did donuts, and I'll tell oh, you, this body, even better. this body's donuts, maple syrup, and peanut butter. <laughs> let me tell you. I'm looking up the next event right now. <laughs> well, fortunately, you know, through this, we've gone through and gotten volunteers to cook us lunch. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, so I have to provide the lunch. For the float trip, and that one is typically sandwiches. I'll order sandwiches from Giuseppe's up there in, uh, I don't know, it's not Lemoyne, it could be Camp Hill. It's Camp, under the. I think it's Camp Hill. Yeah, yeah. you Might know, even be so good stuff. Yeah, but yeah, and so I cooked all that stuff. I cooked that potato salad. We did, um, I don't know, I had a bunch of stuff, and no one showed up except us guides, which oh. was nice. It was good for us just to hang out for food. Yeah, yeah. And hang out for the food at lunch. So, and we all got the chance to fish together, not in any kind of, you know, it's hard for all of us to get together between the, this schedule, the tournament schedule, pre fishing, and, yeah. you know. Do you feel a lot of added pressure 
day of the events when you've got the guys out there and and their families and their kids are there and you're like I need these guys to catch some fish like no I need them yeah. guys to smile seriously okay, so that's, that is yeah, why it comes that, back to that. that is it it all comes back to me and them having a good time so they, they don't really, have an really expectation does. that they're gonna go out and land a oh of course pounder. they do they don't do. you <laughs> don't you when you catch a small sunfish yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay so. Yeah, but I mean, you're okay. I mean, they're they're okay with you put it into perspective when yeah. they come back. You tell them, hey, this is, you know, this is fishing, not mm-hmm. catching. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> yeah, so if they come off the water and they don't catch a fish and they're smiling, that that's it's worth the whole day. Absolutely. Yeah, oh yeah. I yeah. mean, you yeah. To me, that's uh, that's what yeah. makes the day. If if somebody else, you know, there are guides that show up that are very competitive and want to catch fish. Yeah, and you get a read on the you you learn mm-hmm. to read these guys a little bit. You know. Sure. And the competitive ones that stand out are typically grunts, huh. right? No, and, yeah, um, I didn't say yeah. that. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I can pair them up with the guides that really know how to catch fish. Yeah. And, oh, that's clearly sorry. not me. So yeah. he looked away when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Adam, you could be volunteering at a soup kitchen, or you could be. Uh, building homes for Habitat for Humanity or something, some other. You could be spending your time volunteering doing something else. But you... Monsoon cleanup. Monsoon cleanup. Any number of things. Right. But you're not. You're volunteering as a, the chapter coordinator for Heroes on the Water. What is it that draws your heart to that? Because of my passion for kayak fishing. I've been kayak fishing for 12 years. Cut my teeth on Lynn Haven Inlet, Rudy Inlet, down there in Virginia Beach on mm-hmm. Stripers, Flounder, Bluefish, which is, really? I think, yeah. You know, Cobia fishing. But oh, man. I, <laughs> I tried that? for four and a half years for Cobia. I never caught it. I, I, we would be out there with a four-aught circle hook, yeah. eight-aught circle <laughs> hook. I end up with a 12, 14-inch croaker, so that was ended up being <laughs> my name, was Captain Croaker on all the message boards down there. So, yeah. Did, you want to co- catch croaker, let's go. I got it. <laughs> That's but, perfect. Did they drag you out on boats, or were you able to get into them? No, this is all inshore fishing. There. Really? Yeah, and they do do the mothership and out of Delaware Paddle Sports down there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They've, they we talked to them about that. I think about Lynn Haven in particular. Gotcha. I believe, yeah, those guys. Yeah. But so so that it's 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 the, just the, loving yeah kayak and, fishing. and it's the tranquility that myself I get mm-hmm. when I'm just out there fishing. You know, like, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow morning. You know, I'm only going for five hours, four or five hours, yeah. and I, I, I need it, you know? So What's going great. through your mind when you're kayak fishing? Depends, you know? If you're on fish, you're looking for the next possibility. You're looking for that little eddy that's rising or that little disturbance that's rising mm-hmm. if you're in some good smooth water. Or you could just be thinking about uh, my wife or the kids yeah. or, you know, damn, I remember doing this when I was in, on the boat, you know, and... You sit there, and then you're like 150 yards away from where you want to be because you <laughs> yeah, either floated yeah, past okay. it, paddled yep. past it, or something. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. You just your mind can wander. You don't have to pay attention to RPMs, overheating a rock that you're going to hit with the prop or the jet, or uh, you know, it's just you hit something with the kayak. And I've got a Hobie. I've I've perched myself on them pedal drives, so you got to kind of sit up, move around, yeah. <laughs> try to knock yourself <laughs> off of it. Yeah, and yeah. um. But yeah, it's, I mean, you, you, you just let your mind wander. It's got to be crazy. similar to you know, like what I experience 
in a tree stand. Forge I was just going to say it's that. It's the same kind of thing. And when I'm forging knives. No, when I'm forging <laughs> knives, I'm really, I'm, I'm dialed in. I'm Not paying attention 100%. <laughs> but like people, my wife especially, has, has asked me, you know, I've sat from sun up to sundown archery hunting. She's like, what do you think about when you're in the tree? And I'm like, huh. I don't think she meant that. I'm not that. really sure. I think she was like, what are you thinking being up in the... Oh, that might have been what she meant. That's not how I took <laughs> the question, were, though. What were you thinking <laughs> being in the tree? <laughs> You're a glasses half full kind of guy, I'm pretty sure. But anyway. No, but like when you think about it, it's like, I'm not sure what I thought about. But while you're in the moment, you're thinking about everything. Everything. Yeah. yeah. It's everything, yet it's nothing. It's just everything's shut off, but everything's on yeah. at 100%. And so four or five hours very, very... can clock by huh. yeah. much oh, yeah. faster than oh, four or five hours yeah. at work. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And participants come back and say, like, wow, that was fast. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, it is. It does go fast. You, it's that relaxed, that relaxed atmosphere, you know? Very cool. What was your first kayak? <laughs> Wilderness Systems Ride. Yeah? Yeah, I think I've got one. I've got two of them, actually. They're the, I think they're the original mold. And we I I went kayak fishing with a friend. Two weeks later, at the time, I had a 27-foot Wellcraft Martinique. Two weeks later, after that fishing trip, that boat was at the broker on the trailer going uh -oh. up for sale. Hell yeah. Really? Let me tell you. You're out there on that boat, and that engine pops. You're like, oh, crap. Yeah. You're out there on the kayak, that engine pops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't Nothing, have a problem. You don't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you got a bad engine, you got more problems than, <laughs> than just being on the boat, you know? Yeah. You got to um, paddle to shore. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Jump in the water and hit the release valve. <laughs> yeah. I mean, geez. It, oh. it really is not. Yeah. Yeah, it was a no-brainer because my first trip was a Cobia fishing trip. I got to hear about it. We I, went out. That's I, a bucket I didn't list. Catch, fish I didn't for even me. catch a croaker, so really? it was nothing uh. special. But just the the relaxing the relaxing nature of it just turned mm. me completely right around, and I got rid yeah. of the boat. So how do you? So you went. Someone took you kayak fishing. Yep. And and that's what you're. Yep. Um, enough of this boat stuff. Yeah. Yep. So I went down to the. Morale, Welfare, and Recreation Department. They were actually giving these boats away. What? Really? So I grabbed two of these kayaks, and I mean, they are beat up. <laughs> you know, that one handle would be broken off of one, and, you know, none of the eyelets were there and yeah. stuff like that. But back in 2005, there weren't a whole lot of options. There wasn't really? a lot of stuff, yeah. and it was, was like before Yak Attack or Yak Gear and before um, a lot of these, like, Ascends or Vibe and... Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm not yeah. putting these yeah. I'm not there's no such thing as a bad well, there is one thing as a bad kayak. What's that? A kayak has to do one thing. Float. That's float. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right? So if somebody says, What's a good kayak? I say a floating kayak. You know, I might have a Hobie, the guy next to me might have a vibe, and the guy might, next to him might have an ascend. Hey, they it's all, I'll tell you float. what. It floats and you're on the water, you're doing the right thing. And then when they ask the follow-up question, so which ones are no good? And you're like the ones that are sunk That don't at float, the yeah. <laughs> yep. The mini reefs. You spent some time in the service. Yep, I you? did uh, 20 years. I enlisted in 87, went to boot camp, and then I went to my what they call an A school for cooking. And I'd already had two years of tech, tech school in the high school I went to for cooking. But um, the funniest thing I could tell you, we were at a training for in that school, and they said, who wants to learn more about submarines? 
So I look at my buddy, and we were both coming the same day. We both left from the same state, and we raised our hand and said, all right, let's see what it's about. Next thing you know, I got this dentist appointment. They're pulling my wisdom teeth. Oh. They're Whoa. going to psych. I'm taking all these tests. And finally, I'm like, why, why am I getting all this stuff? And they're like, are you going to submarines? I said, no, I want to learn about submarines. Well, you're going to learn about them now. I mean, you ain't got no choice. No way. Yeah. 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 You're going to learn a whole lot about it. That was a loaded question. Yeah. So then I spent. It's one of those examples of when you you are told, just don't ever raise your hand. Yeah. Yeah, Navy, never again volunteer yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I was a young young sailor. I didn't know anything. So, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, I did submarines the first 10 years, and then I got picked up in the flag community, and um, that's like generals and admirals and stuff like that. And wow. I, I did three different types of submarines in those 10 years, chased deserters for a couple of years. Now, that was a lot of fun. What's that? Stop Somebody it. who leaves and goes just goes. AWOL. Yeah, AWOL. Oh, no way. Yeah. How do you go so, AWOL on a sub? Well, when you, you got to come into way. port, you know, we don't have gardens and agriculture on the submarine body. You start swimming away. Yeah. You got to flush so. yourself. <laughs> I'm out of here. Put a good climb in that torpedo tube. Torpedo tube me. What? Yeah, I, I haven't always how, been this fine figure I of a man. I, I didn't know those such. That that was a job in the military. Yeah. Like you, yeah you, special can't programs. Just, you can't just roll in here and say, I went and chased people that. Went AWOL and not expected to tell us a little bit about I thought, it. Man, I, got, I thought Stevie's ears perked up because like, I thought he heard you say you were a dessert chaser. <laughs> oh, well, that's what it looks like now, right? I mean, <laughs> and he's like, tell me Apple more about pecan pie. <laughs> Some danishes. Yeah. So, what do you do? So, someone, someone. Cheeses it and you're you're off off after him. Now man it takes some takes them thirty days. And this was the policy back in ninety one when I did this. Yeah. You know, it would take them thirty days and then they'd issue a warrant, a national warrant. Okay. And then we would get a copy of the warrant in the office. We would determine his hometown. We would do get his page four, I think it was, or page two. I don't remember what it was out of the service record. And then you'd start sending letters. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, and I've... Oh, with all the contacts, is page yeah, with four. All, yep, it's that page is, four. That's, yeah, okay, so you're SRB, page four. Yep. Service record book. Yep. Did you know that? Yes, I do. Oh, man. I was an SRB clerk. Were you? Yes, Where I you? was. He was a clerk. Wow, a clerk. Yeah. But... A high-ranking clerk. I, but a gunner first, right? But, well, first of all, every, every Marine's a rifleman. Every, Second of all, every clerk snaps. Even in. though my primary MOS was as MOS. a record book clerk, I joined a unit and they froze promotions on all that stuff because they were moving everything to Kansas City. So Son I became. A, they'll uh, do that to you. I became an artilleryman. Ooh. I was I was on the gun lines, pulling cords on the howitzers. No, so, you didn't. Yes, I did. Oh, I would I send them. But anyway, just send it, Brian. Anyway, sorry, I digress. And I no, believe Adam no. and I have had this conversation before Is because he was in the Navy send it? and I was in the Marine Corps. Yeah. And everybody knows mm-hmm. the Marine Corps is just a department of the Navy. Like, we get okay. it. We get maybe. it. Okay. But, okay. like but, every department right. store, maybe we Brian would be the men's department. Okay. Yeah. He knew it was coming. Is there a guy uh, that says okay. send it when you fire a howitzer? 
actually like someone yeah, say send it the forward observers they tell you they give you the coordinates send what it. do they say it is send it sorry I'm sorry Adam. You, well, that, no I, it's fine i understand I, comp- I i think the seals would disagree with you about the men's department you know sure we can so, we can progress past you were talking yeah. you were talking about being a bounty hunter for the navy i think and then <laughs> oh, yeah, we remember the, yeah so men's you, departments you, you send no, out letters you are a man tracker yeah. yeah there you go well you'd send out letters to the, all these addresses and We've had like mothers or grandmothers tell us to come get this lazy ass off our couch. Really? Well, yeah. Turn yeah. them right in. And you're yeah. Like, I'm, I'll be there. No, well, we didn't have the power of apprehension. Okay. Oh. So we would just, and they would be, and I was in Jacksonville. That a, that's a superpower. <laughs> yeah. Can you see through walls with that? I can. <laughs> and uh. jeans. <laughs> I, was no, I was too nervous. <laughs> Um, My apprehension would not let me. <laughs> so who would you call? Yeah. Who has the power of apprehension? Well, we would. Case? <laughs> what we do is we go to these hotels because we travel a lot, yeah. and we'd grab the phone books out of every hotel that we. Because then we'd bring them back. That's yeah. reference material. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, sure. oh. I used it once. There was a guy in Mississippi. I and we had the phone book for the area, and I looked up the florist and I said, "Hey." This is so and so from such and such florist, and I got I got a bouquet of flowers for you. <laughs> Who's sending me flowers? I said I can't tell you. Uncle Sam, yeah, had Uncle to. Sam. Knock <laughs> knock. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, "Are you going to be there long? Because I want to make this delivery." Better then I called the police blues. department, and then they'll go by and pick up. <laughs> really? That's how yeah. it works. He take yeah. the flowers to them. Yeah, <laughs> Uncle Sam. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh Stevie America. Yeah, America. That's who. Yeah, so, and then I did 10 years in the flag community. I was executive chef for the Secretary of the Navy's flag mess up there, and then I met a three-star admiral, and... (laughs) Not like a Michelin chef. Yeah, no, not like the Michelin chefs. (laughs) Yes, like the Michelin chefs. It was all white linen and all that stuff. Three-star. So, I was the E6 at the time, and you'll appreciate this. Okay. I was the E6 at the time. This three-star admiral says, hey, I want to talk to you. Okay. You can't tell him no... He sets me down. He says, hey, I'm going to bring you to Norfolk with me. I'm like, well, sir, that's really not my career path. <laughs> I, go back to the, I go back to the kitchen. No sooner than I tie my apron on that the boss is calling me, a retired mass chief and Filipino mass chief. You yeah. don't tell the admiral no. What the you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, beep, beep, beep. Needless to say, four months later, I was in Norfolk. There you go. <laughs> So it actually worked out nice, you know. It, yeah. it was it's a great area, great oh, yeah, area. except for traffic. Yeah. So, but yeah, it worked out nice, at least promotion-wise and family-wise. Sure, and sure. Stuff, so, so when did you start kayak fishing? Two thousand five. So this was obviously after. Yeah, you while were I was out. in Norfolk. Okay. Yep, I went to Norfolk in two thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Did you uh, do any of the back bay down there? No, nah, that's all freshwater. Yeah. Yeah, and I. I I was like so against freshwater till I moved here. Really? really? Seriously. Really? We lived in Greensboro, North Carolina, and I would go oh, on yeah? two fishing trips a year, and it would be going down to the beach. I wouldn't even fish anything around there. Really? I was so against it. Now, smallmouth is my number two fish that I love to catch. Yeah, Bluefish yeah. is my number Can't one. Can't blame you for that. Really? But smallmouth fishing, I Can't love beat it. it. Yeah. I'll tell you what, you missed out. The back bay is some really, really good fishing. I know it's freshwater. Yeah, you gotta watch I, out for the cottonmouth. But other than that, yeah, it's pretty I, nice. No, yeah, I'd rather go catch the predator fish than the bait fish. You know what I mean? When you're yeah. ca- you, you, just being a smart ass, but 
you know, I just to me, I loved it. The red drum, the flounder, oh, the sure. bluefish. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The bull drum down at Sandbridge, down at Backbury, that that pier that was there. We used to go there every Sunday night all summer long. That's where me and my boys would go and fish. One night, my son caught the Junior Angler Award in one night, really? in like three hours down there. Yeah. Oh, wow. What was that? Nine species. What? Yep. Jeez. I couldn't get a line in the water. I was baiting <laughs> his hook and nine helping him. Nine species yeah, in three in one, hours. Yep. Do you remember which nine? Let's see how many you it would can be, guess. Uh, speckled trout, okay. weak fish, or gray trout. There's two of them down there. Okay. Spanish. Okay. Croaker, spot. Five. Bluefish. Might have been. I don't think no. bluefish are around when the spot around because I think the water's too warm. Okay. Maybe it's six species then. But either way, it was a lot. It was drum, flounder. Yeah, yeah, a small drum, a flounder. And I, I know he caught he caught what it needed. Yeah. But he caught a lot of fish. He what did. Were, what were you using for bait? Squid. Squid. Yeah. I, I never mean, have any luck Stevie, with squid. This is Sandbridge. Sandbridge is where I was at, where I was catching all that stuff off day old day squid. Three day old dead dried up stinky up. squid. Yeah. And and that's where I was catching all that stuff. I squid caught the reds jerky. And, squid jerky. And <laughs> I've never had Turn any Turn it into squid, squid jerky. Yeah. Coat yeah. it in salt and let it sit like in the counter or something. Yeah. And it helps it. Yeah. Stays on the hook better. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and fish bites, too. Did you use them when you were down there? No, we didn't use any fish, fish bites. Fish bites are those. We chunked up some mullet. And used yep. the squid, and then we bought some frozen shrimp. But I think that was supposed to be for a family dinner one night. <laughs> I put it on the hook. Yeah. It was fine. You ever fish with live shrimp? No. No? But w- when you're cobia fishing, what, what kind of bait? What's a Manhattan. cobia? Manhattan. Like yeah. chunked up or a yeah, live? Chunked. Really? Yeah, chunked. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen anybody sell a live Manhattan. They're a filter fish, and I don't know if you can catch them, and they'd live long enough uh, to get back to, you know, like ome- omega proteins. Yeah. They scoop them all up in that big net, and they're more worried about getting the fish oil out of them back in Texas. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm not. I don't think I've ever seen anybody sell live Manhattan. I don't know if Ocean's East. That's a tackle shop that was down there on 13. You'd come across the bridge from the east shore, uh-huh. and it's like three or four miles past the bridge on the left hand side. I don't know if it's still there. I haven't been back in 10 years, probably. And I've been down three. Of the last four summers. So I just know at the south end of town there was a really small little quaint tackle shop. And the guy, like, he hooked me up with all the information I could need to know. He was the one to let me know that the back bay is known as the home of the cottonmouth. I would have just (laughs) turned around and went home. Like, okay, we're done. If I'm anywhere near where a cottonmouth could be within 100 miles, it's time to pack it up. And the stuff in that parking lot where the pier is, directly across from that is where you can launch kayaks. But you have to go out. Through a shoot of these reeds, I have nightmares in the Every, back bay when, when, of like a hundred yards long, <laughs> as wide as your kayak. I'm going almost straight up with my paddle and coming down even tell, to get through that. And I'm like, "There's, there's cottonmouth within." You three have or four no idea how many face. nightmares I've had thinking oh. about you telling that story. Every yeah. time I get close, yeah. even around here, anytime I get some close reeds. to the bank and yeah. I get you know near some weeds, all I can think about is Ryan's cottonmouth cotton story. It's going to jump out, <laughs> bite me on the neck. The worst part was the first time I went through it, I got to the other end, finally was able to breathe the sigh of relief, mm-hmm. and then reached back. I reached back in my rod holder for my rod, and I went, oh, where's my rod? rod. Oh. I looked back down that tunnel of, of grasses. Death. And there it was. It got hung up. 
was probably uh, being held there by a cottonmouth. Yeah. I would have left it. You had to go back That's for it. That's it. <laughs> you would have left this is good it. fisherman days. <laughs> You'd have went back for two Ned rigs. <laughs> I don't know about that, but anyway, anyway. I digress. I don't want to keep talking about cobia, but I could. I've said all I could. I don't catch them. Have you ever caught one? No. No, I tried we for gotta, years. And go I would go on trip. a Saturday. Yeah. And then they boat like 11 the next day. Yeah. I'm telling you, <laughs> I was. I've heard of people catching them when there's stingrays around for some reason. Have you heard yeah, that too? Yeah. I, I don't understand why, but. I, I like don't. It, they might they coexist very well or, or something. something. Like What's the coolest thing you've ever seen one of the heroes boat? I'd like to say a smile, but that's getting old. <laughs> that's um, why I changed the question. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, they caught some nice trout out of uh, when we were at uh, Redmond. Oh, Lake Redmond. Yeah. Really? Yep. Yeah, because York Water shuts down their public facility to us, yeah. or their employee facility, and they let us go in there. And, um, man, yeah, they were getting some nice little rainbow trout underneath nice. the bridge. That's probably the coolest thing because typically where we fish is mainly bass, largemouth. Yeah, sure. You know, or yeah. smallmouth when we go like up to Shikshini. Cool. So, for somebody that's interested in getting into kayak fishing, can you give us give them some advice on how to get started? Demo, demo well, every do you boat. Do that? How You've do got, you do all right, that? So a great supporter of us is Shanks Mayor down in Wrightsville, and okay. I'm talking great supporter. Yeah. And I'm not going to list these in any particular order. Yeah. Okay. There's Shanks Mayor. Except for there's going to be a very specific order. <laughs> <laughs> Except the best are first. And <laughs> um, but the guys, Devin down there at Shanks Mayor, awesome. Uh, Delaware Paddle Sports. Yeah. Uh, you got Blue Mountain Outfitters. You've got Five Mountain. Uh, yeah, Five Mountain Outfitters is up there in Chickshinny. You've got um, and these Stark Moon, I think, down Peach yeah. Bottom area. And these guys will let you rent a boat and. A demo day. Is a a demo day. Yeah, you could, you can call them up and. Why didn't I say, do that? <laughs> I'll tell you why. <laughs> I don't know. You're cheating. Oh, every, every week you hang out with a couple of guys that can give you a demo day. Yard sale kayaks are. Yeah, and if you're ten, and if you're really hesitant, yeah. the Ascend for Bass Pro Shop have a nice. I got seat, two of them. <laughs> have a nice seat. They're a nice kayak. They're wide. They're stable. Yeah. I mean, they're heavy. I mean, I can't say anything. I got the Pro Angler 14, and empty hull is yeah, 135 well, pounds. Sounds like how much? You know, 135. There's I no reason it. for that. Yeah, there is. <laughs> He's lecturing you now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll, um, we'll had one that was 13 foot long, and we carry it. And I, I, I think I have some long term like muscle pulls, hernia stuff from just moving <laughs> it enough. one time. You know, from the the bank to the. Uh, to the truck. Like, why does a kayak need to be th- so? That that's a great point. Why does a kayak need to be that heavy? Or what well, makes a heavier you kayak at, better? I guess is probably a better way to ask that. It floats. What makes a I, what makes a rainbow good? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? What makes the, the trees? unicorns Roy, at the end? Roy Z. Biv. <laughs> no, it's just it's so wide. Okay. That's you know I'm I think I'm at 36 inches wide. That's wide. Yeah. yeah. Good yeah, night. I, yeah. That's I can set my hog trough yeah. straight across inside the gunnels. Yeah. So and and correct me if I'm wrong. I think the heavier the kayak, the more capacity it'll hold. So you can bring a cooler and you can bring. Uh, the capacity yes, no? is all about this displacement. Okay. You know your right. your hull displacement and width and. Oh and, yeah. So okay. If Stevie brought a um like a. 
uh, cooler on board and stuff, then he would be running a submarine on his craft. <laughs> <Yeah>, the Ascend. <laughs> SS Ascend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. It's not, yeah, it, it is about displacement, for sure. Yeah, I like it. I've always said that. I'm a bigger dude. I like a bigger, wider kayak. I just, I'm, I feel better. Yeah. 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 Yep, I feel very confident in the Hobie. I do. Yeah. I, I stand up and fish, but Dude. I wouldn't do that in the old... Well, I sink the Wilderness System rides that I have, the two original ones that we talked about yeah. earlier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're, I, it's it's one of the old models that has the big scupper right in the center of the mm. deck. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, I one time we were fishing the concrete ships. Have you guys ever seen that? At I think it's uh, Chick to Tink or something, State Park down on the Eastern Shore. No. no. We I need to find that. Yeah. Concrete and ships? Yeah, yeah. They don't Roosevelt. float too well, dude. Well, these ones don't because they got the, it's about displacement. It I heard is. that. So, um, <laughs> you know, they, they put holes in the side and sunk them there oh, okay. as a reef, a barrier type oh, of nice. reef, you know. And and I was, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, I'd been kayak fishing two or three years or whatever, and I'm over there and I'm, Watching this guy go inside of it, and then come yeah. to find out it was Kevin Whitley, kayak Kevin. Kayak he's pretty, Kevin. Yeah, no he's kid. pretty well known. Yeah. And I said, all right, I'm gonna do that. Oh my god, it's like you know what a top load washer looks like when it's washing. How yeah. it's moving. Yeah. That's what it looks like and feels <sighs> like inside one of those ships because you're in something about like 35, 40 feet wide, and that, I mean, it's like you're just going every which way yeah. and I, wow. I broke off twice and I said I'm done yeah, and he huh. was pulling out of, I think he was pulling triple triple tails out of there oh yeah huh. yeah I I, I gave it he's got skills fish. he really does he's got more <laughs> skills than I do and then anything else like I a lot of times I'll compare it to archery hunting because I did a lot of archery hunting when I was younger and archery hunting for you four what works for you four might not work for me and what mm-hmm. works for me might only work for you Mm-hmm. Right, so it's a. Uh, it's very individualized. You know, it's, it you know, is. Everybody's yeah. got their own. Yeah, you know, in like placement preference. of the gear, the yak attack gear, or anything else. When you go and 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 cut stuff up and cut holes in that fifteen hundred dollar kayak, you do more than cringe. <laughs> You're like, I hope this is in the right spot. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's very personal. Yeah, it yep. is. So the number one thing, demo days, make sure it floats. You know and getting on the water and just enjoying it. So, uh, you you know, um, the cool thing with Hobie is that you can pretty much out of the box. Everything mod- from the name afterwards cool. Yeah, modify. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. You can modify it from the factory. In no particular however, order. <laughs> whatever you need, you, they have a something for that boat. Yeah. And, and that's one of the few companies that, there's a handful of companies that do that and think that, forward but how how modified is your boat is it i mean you spend a i say it's about average yeah you guys might say it's a little excessive yeah well i mean everybody's you know different I mean? yeah, yeah that's why I so ask. so when you I, go out fishing how many rods i take five take? five rods okay yeah. and you have a, 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 Those hole, a rod holder for people who don't know i have rod holders <laughs> built into <laughs> the boat yeah, yeah i've got the the pro anglers have three in the hull okay Two right here. Right. And then, of course, my milk crate that I had from day one with the three rod, the triple rod holder yeah. on it. So typically I put three in the back, one up front with me, and then just shove one somewhere else yeah. where it's out of the way. You know, I don't typically put a rod behind me on my right hand side because I'm casting that way. Okay. I'll put them on this side, you know, in a Zuka tube or something. Right. Um, then I've got my fish finder, 
lunch, of course, to maintain this figure. Yeah. <laughs> Gots to. See, now, there's a time I would have said that five rods would be excessive. But then I met Stevie, so I'm like, eh, that, that is about average. Sounds about right. Well, I, I don't know. If you're only are, targeting trout. For that, you need five rods. Five different trout. color cast masters. Yeah. <laughs> Bingo. You need a you need a Palomino rod. <laughs> you mean golden trout, bud? Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry. Jeez, golden Learned rainbow. Nothing from our trout month. You know, whatever you want to put on it, you put on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's nothing that won't. If it works for you, like I said, if it works yeah. for you, don't let somebody. You know, I hate it when guys tell. Some of the side conversations that I'm not involved in because I am, an a ho- am a Hobie owner, mm-hmm. other people will sit there, especially pro staffers, will sit there and tell other people, don't get a Hobie because you can't use it on the river. Well, three days out of the week, I'll tell you you can because right. that's typically before, you know, before last summer, I'd, I'd fish three days out of the week on the river. Nice. Yeah. Right? Oh, you don't want to take your Hobie to Liverpool. Man, I, that's like one of my favorite places. I'm yeah, like, yeah. what are really? you talking yeah. about, buddy? <laughs> you know? That's one of our favorite places, too, isn't it, Will? That's our w- wet wading spots. Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, I- see, all right, so I'm, I can't do a lot of wading. I'd gotten hurt a little bit in the Navy. So I, I, this seat in the Hobie was my key thing. That's right? what happens when you reject admirals and, and colonels. <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> you get hurt. Yeah, that'll teach you. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean... That's one thing, you know, after what you look for is you look for price because nobody can, not everybody can afford everything. Mm-hmm. Then you look for, if you're a heavier guy like us, right? Right. right. You comrade. look for capacity. Right. <laughs> <Comrade>. <laughs> then you look for comfort. Austin, we've won. <laughs> oh, yay, smashing capitalism. Because <laughs> um, if it's not comfortable, you're not going to want to go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, our all our kayaks for Heroes on the Water are all Jacksons. Yeah, Every single one. They're nice boats. Well, we've got one top water in there from uh, Old Town, but everything else, Jackson Tuna, Jackson Cruise, okay. Cuda, the, yeah, you know, the big nice, tunas. Nice um, yeah, so. so. They can get out there and, like you said, four or five hours if they want to, and they're going to be Yeah, and they, and they come back amazed that yeah. they're not sore and yeah. stiff, you know, because yeah. it's, there's good thigh relief in those seats, mm-hmm. you know, and that's important. And nobody, seriously, nobody wants to do something that they're uncomfortable with, you know, or right. uncomfortable Very doing Very true. It. Very right. true. So Adam, we're running out of time here. It's the end of the you show. You brought him in here. I'm sorry. God, it's, Steve, it's only an hour show. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know what else to do. We're, we're at Always the point of the show. pulling the reins back. Yeah. Where we call this our fast five. So we're going to ask you five questions. And you just kind of rattle off the first Answer that comes to mind. The first honest answer that comes to mind. There are no, no the first wrong answer. answers. <laughs> <laughs> there are no wrong answers. Don't wait for the honest one. Yeah, you're it's a, a fisherman, five. so yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. we don't have that kind of time. Bingo. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to start this off again. Just first, first so there's answer. Four of you. Who gets to ask the fifth one? Me, Stevie. All right. Yeah, it's your own he question. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should let you make one up. We could try that. I like me some me. (laughs) 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 All right. Question number one, Adam. What are you most proud of? In life? Yeah. Being a dad. Being a dad. Cool. Very cool. All right, Adam. Number two, what is the one thing that you can't live without in the outdoors? Probably fishing gear. Fishing gear. 
I heard that. Safe. I think. I think <laughs> Very I, safe in the outdoors. I, I mean, like it. I, I, I didn't go forge my own knife, so I feel a little, <laughs> little in that, you know, some of my manhood isn't as much as this table. Yeah. So I've got a couple if you need one. <laughs> oh, boy. We, we, number one, we know a guy. <laughs> and and uh, Pick actually made one for his kayak. Like, he made a, a knife design yeah. for his fishing like, I like the PFD knife. Well, I'm I'm going to I'm going to I have one on my PFD, but I plan on getting Why? a sheet. Why? Yeah. Uh cuz it looks I don't understand cool. that. Yeah, it, <laughs> it looks, looks cool. cool. <laughs> exactly. It looks cool. There's a spot for an, you're standing there holding your arms up on top of your PFD like this and you got the <laughs> knife hanging. I, I I don't that's for scuba divers. Yeah. Yeah. I, are you scuba diving? Uh hopefully not. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> if I need one, I know where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Awesome. <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, anyway, yeah, we know a guy for knife making. For Number sure. three. Number three. What makes you happy? What makes you smile? <laughs> That's a um, good question. Spin it back on him. I did. I like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Catching fish. I don't have to. If I go, like, just catching fish, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't care if I yeah. te- catch a pile of 10-inch or 12-inch fish. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It's not it it it, it, it size so doesn't do. matter in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Just catching them. Where's Steve? Just catching. Steve yeah. Stevie's so normally like, says, "I hear so that." <laughs> yeah. I heard that. <laughs> you dropped the ball on that one, buddy. Sorry. All right, Adam, number 4 then. Number 4. What's one thing you do every day to prepare for your outdoor lifestyle? Prepare for the outdoors. Uh, that's actually kind of a good question. I work in agriculture. Thank you. Right? Yeah. So yeah. manure storage is a very important. Stream crossing, stream bank fencing. Yes. A little rip rap. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we don't do, I, yeah, I do do that too, but not enough to say I do it. But, you know, like manure storages are important because mm-hmm. of the land application in the wrong time because they don't have the storage to hold it until it is the right you time. You get the runoff. Yeah. Yeah. That's so bad news. That kind of, you know, and then that's how I got connected with Chesapeake Bay Foundation is through both my job and Heroes on the Water. Okay. Cool. Cool. So, yeah, but no, just my work, I believe, helps. You know, you see water quality has improved in the last, I don't know, yep. for you guys, what, 10, maybe 12 years? It's it's definitely improved. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's from practices that my agency does. Well, yep. I won't say just my agency. In conjunction with it, some other yes, agencies yeah. in yeah. the area. But yeah, you the, know, the conservation districts or DEP or DCNR. Yeah. The Chesapeake you know, Bay watershed has seen significant improvement over yeah. years. Over the years, yeah. Yep. Cool. Very so cool. yeah, so I mean, I would say my daily job at you know, and we appreciate that. So That's thank cool. You. No. Yeah, yeah. Number five. What is your bucket list kayak fishing trip? <laughs> Time it. and money. Snook. Are not enough. Something snook. simple. That like was snook. Easy. That's really? it. Snook is wow. up where, there. Where is you? Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't <laughs> need to go catch. I'm not. I like to catch a lot of fish. Size yeah. doesn't matter. And to me, I've been told that snook is considered kind of a trash fish down there, hmm. but it's top of my bucket list. Oh, no, they love it. That's yeah. a good answer. Yeah, you know? Cool. Next fish would be a peacock bass. Yeah. So, yeah. We, I don't, we know oh, some guys. Gotta, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you do. Yeah. We do. We do. Yeah. Well, we'll get you set up with that. Um, that would, yeah, that'd be epic with kayaks. Mm-hmm. That would. Stevie. Yeah. Land this plane, bud. Adam, thank you for spending some time with us this evening. Thank you for your service in the military. Absolutely. Thank you for uh, what you're doing with Heroes on the Water. 
uh, it's a great organization. If people want to learn more about that, help, donate, sign up for one of the events, Volunteer, participate. Sure. Yeah, how do they do that? All right, just sign up or participate or volunteer. Yeah. You go to our Facebook page, the Heroes on the Water of Central Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, to donate, you could come to an event. We do take donations at the event or at the fish and flea markets or get on the main page for heroesonthewater.org. Okay. And they can hit the PayPal button or get an address to send a check to. Awesome. Yeah, and, cool. and when is your chapter's next event? For um, our chapter's next event is July 27th, where we're going to go up to Shikshini with Five Mountain Outfitters. Okay. Um, that's going to be a river float. That portion of the river is good that I would entertain a 10-year-old kid going on it. Okay. So we don't yeah. really limit it that bad up there. Right. Um, Brian Swingle up there with Five Mountain Outfitters, he's a great supporter. Okay. Great. Cool. Great. How long is the float? I think this one is three and a half to five miles long. Okay, uh-huh. but it's not when you float. We don't float. We don't just get in the current and go. We're yeah. gonna fish structure. We're gonna yeah. fish banks. I did a tournament in Bloomsburg. It was twelve miles straight line. I think I had nineteen miles by the time I got back to the camp. Wow, that night. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Three to five miles for me usually takes about seven to eight hours to fish. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you're stopping and fishing and anchoring up and. Yep. Yeah. You look. You like. Oh man, that looks fishy. Yeah. Yeah, you hook onto one and you're there for the next thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. You see something rise, you're there for yep. twenty minutes. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah. it takes. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a thorough fishing trip. It yeah, can be. Cool. All right, guys. Remember, every episode during July is brought to you in part by Moses Family Jerky. Head on over to mfjerky.com. Use Go coupon to code jerky.com. Yeah, do it. Use coupon code Jerky Pursuits fifteen. For fifteen percent off all the jerky snack sticks and coffee, you can you could pay, slam you in could, that cart. You could purchase everything, you, everything on the site, whole eat, website. Eat as much as you pay for. Mm-hmm. It checks out, buddy. It checks out. Do the math. Later. I got, I got that. <laughs> Love that jerky. Hey, hey, pick diesel. Yes, TV. Where can they find us? They can find us at any of your social outlets, such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Rutten River Pursuits. Pursuit. They can find us at ruttenriverpursuits.com, and they can download any episode they want on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Mm -hmm. and iHeartRadio. I heart those radios. I I heart them, too. I'm pretty pretty happy with them. That's a week. That is a week. You know it, bud. That was a great week. Also, this is the part where we typically say, hang on the line, but since you're here... Uh, we'd like to send you off with some Charlie Moore spices. Our good friend Charlie oh, yeah, Moore, Mr. Charlie TV's Moore, Mad Fisherman. He hooked us up with a, a, a four pack of spices Ooh-wee. for our guests in, during the All Americans Month of July. Oh, Adam, you're gonna like these. And uh, I'm already getting curious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're made from the best spices on earth. No offense. No, no offense. offense. <laughs> hey, just go to shopmadfish.com if you. If you want to check them out for yourself. We're sending a whole pile home with Adam. Love it. All right. All right, guys. Good show, boys. Yes. Well done. Rig them wheelers. Get outdoors. Yeah, and I mean, because I I look at you guys, and the, the eight or nine of you guys impress me a lot. 
you know, because I first Stop ran. Stop it. <laughs> okay. Will you? I, agree? Will you? you know. No, no, go on. You guys. Yeah, I mean, I met you guys first at the outdoor show when I was working the Hobie booth. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, Cobia fishing. But oh, man. I, I tried for four and a half years for Cobia. I never caught it. I, I, we would be out there with a four-aught circle hook, yeah. eight-aught circle <laughs> hook. I end up with a 12, 14-inch croaker. So that was ended up being <laughs> my name was Captain Croaker on all the message boards down there. So, yeah. Did you want to catch croaker, let's go. I got it. <laughs> That's but, And finally, I'm like, why Why am I getting all this stuff? And they're like, are you going to submarines? I said, no, I want to learn about submarines. Well, you're going to learn about them now. I mean, you ain't got no choice. <laughs> no way. Yeah. You're yeah. going yeah. to learn a whole lot about that it. That was yeah. a loaded question. Yep. This is so-and-so from such-and-such such florist, and I got, I got a bouquet of flowers for you. <laughs> Who's sending me flowers? I said, I can't tell you. Uncle Sam. Yeah, Uncle too. Sam. Knock, <laughs> knock. <laughs> so I said, are you going to be there long? Because I want to make this delivery. Better then I called the police blues. department, and then they'll go by and pick up. Really? Uh, that's how it yeah. works. He'd take yeah. the flowers to him. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Sam. That's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Stevie. America. Yeah. America, that's who. Yeah. 